Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the Teas and Seas Apply podcast. My name is Chelsea. And my name is Ty again. This podcast is for all the people out there who never read any of the uh, documentation to do with anything. They just click that French, box, yep. just saying, yeah, I've, I've read it all. You liars, you bunch of liars. <laughs> so this podcast is for you. So just click to subscribe and don't read anything into the 18 euro a month you're now paying for this podcast. Yeah, just go with the flow because uh, that's what we do pretty much every day. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, this is our very much, uh, very, very first podcast yep. of the Teas and Seas Supply podcast. It was a long time coming and uh, yeah, uh, it's a collaboration we thought we'd never have. Most so certainly not. And it wouldn't have been possible actually without your help as oh well. God, so yeah, many of you sure. guys helping to donate and give us, you know, the kind of start point that we needed. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge thank you to you guys. Um, but we wouldn't be here if it wasn't free, so... Yeah, but uh, we said we'd go all out. We have a lovely number one balloon in the background for episode number one. There you go. Modelled well by Chelsea. We went, we went all out, so we did. We went all out. <laughs> um, but uh, for the first couple of episodes, we're, I suppose we're really just trying to figure figure out what we're about. So Find we, our feet, really. Yeah, we've yeah. taken an interesting approach to it. Um, essentially, yeah. we have decided that we are springing unknown topics on each other for the first couple of episodes until we kind of find our feet, get suggestions from you guys of as course, well. Of course, yeah, definitely. Um, and we would love to get some interaction and some topic suggestions from you on our Instagram um, but Tyg this... wanted to take full control of this one so I said I'd take the swing of it so episode <laughs> I'm, one I'm nervous I'm not going to lie because I have no idea what this is about so you're all going to find out the same prepared. time as me the only thing I've told her is there's a document waiting for her in our Google Drive <laughs> yeah so <laughs> our, our podcast today is going to be looking at bucket lists so things okay. that you want to do before you die I figured it was fitting because we both said we wanted to do more in social media true and we are very much living our bucket list life at the moment. We, we actually are, are to, to be fair. We're trying to take off quite a lot. And we're doing all right, to be fair. So, we, yeah, we're not doing too bad. We're so, too bad. we better get cracking. Right. Okay, Go for so, it. in Hit front me. of you, Chelsea, you will see a <laughs> list of the top 10 singles bucket list items from USA <laughs> I today. love you went I love how you went with the singles it bucket list it was honestly the first thing that came up I'm not gonna lie USA Today first thing I was like that'll do that's fine that's my little piece of research oh, Christ, but I'm not gonna right, tell okay. you too much about it right okay because there's a secret part coming up afterwards. oh my nerves but let's, right. let's talk through it first let's, well if you're if, if you're listening at home if you've got the time to you're sitting in the car or on your lunch break to make the guesses what do you reckon is on the USA singles top, top 10. 10 list. Okay, we'll go through them one by one. I mean, it's an interesting list. I'm not going to lie to you, lads. Number one. What? Well, you've got it in front of you. I don't need to tell you what it is. But no. Are you surprised? I'm actually not surprised, to be fair. So, 83%. See, it depends on the age, though. 
I'm sure I suppose if you're 60, you'd be giving up on it. We better explain what number right, one okay, is. Right, okay. So then. number one is falling in love. I think it's a bit mushy. I won't say mushy. <laughs> like it's, it's, it totally depends on the age though. Like if you're, just saying for instance, like in your 20s, mid 20s maybe. Falling in love is pretty much on your, like, on, I wouldn't say on your bucket list. They're but not, like you would like to. 15 year old boys, I tell you that much. No, <laughs> like you would be like on your, like in your 20s. Yeah, you would I, either I would be agree. like looking to settle down, not settle down, but like find the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. I completely agree. I actually think they're kind of more so for men rather than women. I think there gets to that stage at the late 20s where like you, you, for a while you've been a bit of a wild man. You've gone, I'm going to yeah, stay single that forever. So bizarre. I'm going to hang out with the lads yeah. for as long as possible. And you just kind of get to a stage probably about 27, 28 and you go, Do you know, I'm ready to be settling down now. I need I need to find yeah, a, but, a woman. But women are, are like a totally different kettle of fish because women are... <laughs> women like start like falling in love from like a really young age and they could fall in love about 10 times which is what I find bizarre no I'd say lads now we nearly have the complete opposite mindset completely we're like stay op- single for as long you as do. possible that's what I'm saying it's actually bizarre <laughs> men go completely opposite which I actually think makes sense get it all out of you what do you mean get it all out of you <laughs> I don't mean like that like get like like <laughs> no that came out oh, wrong this is coming out wrong right? <laughs> Uh, that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining <laughs> us for episode one. This is the folks. We're just gonna. <laughs> no, I mean, like, as in, like, get all like that side of you out. I mean, let's be, you know. Maybe we call, should move on call, to number two. Call, call, call a spade a spade, right? Call a spade a spade. Get like the, the fuck boy side of you out of you. I mean, no. I'm so glad you said that. No, I didn't oh, say you that. You can't I, say it. I, I can say, say what I want. Actually, that's a, it's an important thing to note, ladies and gentlemen. I can't. I, I'm. He's a teacher. For anybody who does not know Tyke, Tyke is a teacher. So he's got to be a good boy. Mm. He's got to be on so his best I, behavior. I but do I? No. <laughs> I'm just a researcher. She's the entertainment that can say wild things. I uh, know. I would. I'll behave. I'll behave to to a certain extent. Yeah. It's <laughs> just I just have a lot more freedom with my. A speech. She's got the liberties. She can do what she wants. Uh, more than he does. And I'm going to quite enjoy this. I'm not mm. going to lie. So it's an interesting statement you had for number one there. We're going to swiftly move on to number two. Right, go for it. Hit number me. two, they had down as go on a wine tour in Napa. I think that's mad. Ever heard of Napa? I have. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> you put me on the spot there, Ty. Yeah, is I know it you're like just... Italy or something? Italy? <laughs> You don't know where Napa Valley is. But it sounds very Italian. Napa. 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 <laughs> and wine. Like, you know, the the wine vineyards and stuff like that, aren't they? Like in yeah. like Yeah, but your geography's a little bit off. Well, I'm it's sorry, a, I'm not the teacher. It says it says USA today, so that's a hint about where where it <laughs> might be located. I just thought you were talking about like just like American people. Doesn't well, mean it has to be yeah, in America, you, though. See so on. technically, you didn't specify. Very you just said point. like Very it's a single point. person. I'll give you a little bit of information about Napa because right, go on. I might hit me with your geography. So Napa Valley is located in Central California. Right, okay. Lovely little spot, gorgeous place. Wait, wait. What? Then Napa? You would never think that's in America. Napa sounds Russian. Russian? Jeez, we're going all over the world with Napa now. We're going from it doesn't Italy to sound Russia. American. It doesn't even sound English. Napa, Napa Valley. Napa Valley. Yeah, sounds, sounds like very relaxed. Sounds like a type of Nutella. Napa Valley. Napa. It sounds like they're going to sleep. 
I know the Californians live a very relaxed lifestyle, but Napa. Where, where are you going? We're going to Napa. But anyway, that's where they produce all their wine in California. It's very well known and people tend to go there touring for the scenery. Mm. And that's going down through the vineyards and horseback riding and all that stuff. It's a big place. Like oh, and now I know the place you're talking now, about. Now. Yeah, yeah now I know. It's probably in like every second Hollywood movie about like... It's a great place for, for like candid foes. Yeah, be a great place. Yeah. So if there's anyone, I mean, I'd put that on my list. To be fair, wouldn't be a bad shout. If there's wouldn't anyone, wouldn't drink wine though. I wouldn't be a fan of wine. I sure, look, we'd be fine for the couple of days you'd be there. Give it a go, wouldn't you? Yeah. So if there's anyone from Napa Valley that would like to invite us out, and we could take hit, off some yeah, hit us up for sure. Yep. I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. Happy days. Uh, number number three. three, go for it. I'll let you go. Oh, change someone's life for the better. Now that I stand by. Mm. That has like that. I wouldn't even say that's a bucket list. That's just. A life goal. But then the question is, how? F- what do we define as changing someone's life for the better? I mean, don't. I, I'm not saying, I'm not talking. Well, I mean, if I had the capabilities and I, I, I was able to change people's lives in a more financial state, people that actually really need help, you know, when it comes to like housing and stuff like that, I wish I could. I wish I could. But realistically... On a day-to-day basis, the way I would do it would be like help people with mm. their hard days and when they're down and pick them up when they need it, make them laugh, give them advice, maybe not the best advice, but I would take that into being changing someone's life for the better. Mm. Helping them see, but, but helping them see what's actually like out there for them. Make them realize that like there's so much more to life than what is in their head. Yeah, I think that's probably like for your everyday person like us where we're not millionaires we're not we're not loaded by any means you God know no. we're, we're on the breadline most of the time to oh, for sure tight as a duck's arse that's the way i refer to myself anyway but like it's the small little things you do to try and just make someone say small gestures yeah do it enough and make that, but that, like changing. make someone like let them know that you're there you know make sure they're aware that you care oh that rhymed <laughs> So you're poor and you didn't know it. <laughs> that rhyme, I'm actually quite proud. Like, yeah. I'm actually proud of that one. I would but say, yeah. I would say that that one is definitely just have an impact. You, you do probably more often than I would do, and I would say, like, as a teacher, we're probably seen as people who change but people's you, lives you, every day. That's huge. But teachers but are a huge time. impact on kids' lives. You might not realize it, and you might think half time kids out there aren't even listening to you. Like they do. Yeah, but not at nine o'clock in the morning on Monday morning. Maybe not on a Monday morning, but like you still Thursday, got Tuesday and Friday two there. o'clock. That's when I make my impact. The kids are listening at that stage. Like we're tuned in for that half. Yeah, hour. but like there could be one. Maybe like you could have five, six classes, but there could be one student out of all that that you'd be like. But come when they turn eighteen and they leave school, you know what, sir? You mm. made a huge impact on me in the last five, six years. No doubt, and like I'm not saying that I don't make an impact, but what I'm trying to make the point of, I would say your content that you do is more life-changing than what mine would be. Because I think you is it do though? Is, it, is it any different, stuff. though? Really? It's no different. Realistically, think about it, it's not. Because I, my content, yes, I would base around my content on certain topics. You're, you're giving kids an education. Yes. You're setting them up for life. But... That's, make, that's changing someone's life but, for the better. But to a Because kids could have... A rough upbringing or anything like that. At the end of the day, you don't know anybody's background. True, but and that goes for both of us. What I make and what you do on a daily basis, we don't know people's backgrounds. Therefore, we don't know what people are going through, and we don't know what they need to hear. 
True, but I think to a certain degree when we look at education at times, I think a lot of kids feel like they're being forced into education and they're not looking at the value. Now, again, that could be, you could look at the education system and how we work and whether it's effective or not. But I think with your content, when you're out there motivating, people are coming to your page every day for that motivation to get through it. So that would be my argument. Mm. You know, people come to me to learn something, but people go to you for a reason to change their own life. I hope so. And I hope, I hope it does actually make an impact and change Mm. their lives for the better. Because yeah. it's changed mine for the better. Now, enough blowing enough smoke up your arse. Up gonna, my arse? We're going to blow it up my arse now in a second. Get, get, get to my ideal hey. weight. <laughs> get to your ideal weight is down as number four here on the list. I'm not going to mm, lie. Get I mean, to your that's ideal more weight. of your street. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Blow smoke up my arse. I mean, I'm fabulous. Not, You're I'm a not fabulous gonna, girl. I'm not going to deny that recently I might have shed a couple of pounds here or there. A couple? 50? Well, it's not a couple tight. When, when you have over 50 to use, you might as well get rid of them. Do you know, it's, it's very easy to say I lost 50 pounds, but like, uh, some people 50 only pounds, need, it's a lot though. Some people only need to lose five or 10, you know? <laughs> so, I mean. But yeah. again, there, right? That, what you are talking about right now, right? Getting to the, your ideal weight, right? You went through a massive transformation. I've known you a long time and I've watched your transformation over the past year and a half. That, what you did, is going to change someone's life for the better because they're going to watch that and they're going to mo- they're going to be so motivated to be like, you know what? I want to do that. I want to achieve what he's just achieved. So you're having the exact same impact. That's a huge achievement what you did. Now I'm not just saying this to blow like smoke up his arse because he gets we, not, like we know. need to, we need to stop doing that. We're on episode one now and all we've been doing is compliment each other. <laughs> I'm going to start slagging you in a minute. I'm not having No, this. I get enough of that. I get enough of that on a daily basis. But like, I'm being serious. That's a huge. I'm not even saying this, but like. It's a huge achievement because it takes serious dedication. Like, I watched you, you know, with your meal prepping every single day. You might as well have been eating rabbit food from one of the fucking right? Miserable. Well, I was oh, you weren't miserable, but it was, you were very disciplined towards yourself. You did not crack, you didn't break or anything like that. You got up every single morning before work and you ran. You still do, even when it's done. Like, he still gets up every single morning and runs, goes to the gym. Then he's got his boxing in the evening. Like, you have not quit. Even though you've got, you might not be where you want to be, but you are very, very close to where you want to mm. be. And I know for a fact that when you do hit that milestone where you want to go, it's not going to stop you. You're just going to keep going and going. I, I think you kind of get into the routine of it. Like once you get once used you're to it, get over that first month or two, you're just kind of so. But you feel better. Oh, like geez, you feel like yeah. a completely different person. As in the matter, so obviously you look different. But mm. I'm talking about like mentally. Surely this has had a massive impact on your mental health. Oh sure, yeah. The, the only the only negative side is that I'm standing in front of the mirror more often doing Johnny Bravo. He's gotten quite yeah, he's gotten quite vain, lads. Not gonna lie, no pun intended. But he's gotten quite vain. You know what I mean? Because I'm looking for any excuse now to take my top off around the place. I'd nearly be walking out in terrain just to get a, go back <laughs> yeah. and come back in. Oh, it's fierce wet outside. Fierce wet outside. May take this off, off now. now. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, ladies, I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. But like, but again, that's. It's, I didn't ever done that's that That's not a bad thing. Exactly, because you have the confidence to do that. Mm. So, but Guys, he's even motivated me to go back to the gym. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've always tried to be active as, as much as I can, but he's really motivated me to, don't even think about saying something smart. I can sense it's coming. What? I was just going to say, she doesn't really need to go back, lad. She is gorgeous as it is. Oh, stop. I mean. Stop. 
I mean, now we're, we're going to be starting. I reckon we'll start our fitness page now next month. If oh, God, no. There's no way. There's no way in hell I'm going to be doing any way of like an extent of what you did. I'll be reaching out to Al Felico. Is there any chance of couples fitwear there? Now? <laughs> Can you imagine? Nice. No. Can't no because then you'd really make me work out in the gym like you'd put me to the test. I wouldn't. I would, you wouldn't be getting away with any old half workouts. If be going, no, no two yeah, hours. He'd be, be getting me up at fucking five a.m. before work. <laughs> Not a chance. Not a chance, lads. I'll do my workout in the evenings, but there's no hope in hell of me getting up at five a.m. to go for a run. Yeah, yeah. So that's number four. Number, number right, five. Let's crack on. Go on a safari. Oh yes, hundred percent. That it has to be. I am telling you now. Safari has like will be a massive, like honeymoon holiday. Mm, I've been that's an exp. Have you not a honeymoon? No, a safari. <laughs> that's like oh, I'm sorry. That's information you did not disclose. <laughs> Secret wife number two. No, <laughs> just in case. Just, you know, it's a backup. Back <laughs> uh, but that'd be class, though. It's wicked. It's really, it's really interesting. Is it as open as people are saying? In a way, like. Uh, the safari like where like you get into the truck and it's like all open and all the animals are there massively yeah or is it like you're actually in a cage no you're you're fully like fully the, open the, the one we are in now in South Africa was the safari park itself was about the same size as Cork so it's huge wow. it was really big as in all of Cork all of Cork wow massive and like your man the, our guide when we were setting off in the morning like at the time I suppose I didn't know till later on how big the park was he was like telling us that we're looking for these 12 lions inside there and we were like oh should we find them handy enough try imagine trying to find 12 lions in the, in Cork County <laughs> and your man would be and to be fair to him like he did a good job of tracking down animals like they were looking for like they were looking at the dung and the feces and stuff like that and kind of you know based off of what other like safari guides have said about where they last were seen. Like they, we found a couple of elephants and stuff like that. We didn't come across any lions. I love but elephants. I mean, oh my goodness, like elephants are like my spirit animal. Mm. So elephants. I go to the zoo. It's the first place. Like I, I be like, don't get me wrong. I love every single animal like in there. But the minute I walk into Dublin Zoo, I make a beeline for the elephants. Mm. I'm and a I really weird. Stand there for hours. Really weird fact for you, since we're talking about animals out in the wild. Hit me. Out in Mexico, there's a pile of hippos running loose around the place because of Pablo Escobar. <laughs> what? Yeah, Pablo Escobar used to have... Isn't he dead? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he had I've never watched that. What's that? Narcos? Narcos I've never yeah. watched that. He, he had his own private zoo and he had hippos As you there. do. But apparently after he was killed or whatever the situation was, either someone set some of the animals free or not. But apparently there's roaming hippos in Mexico. As in like right now or like after he died? As in right now. There's like up to nice. 200 of them. I'll need to, I wish we had someone in the background to do extra research. I was just going to say, can we Google anyway. this? We could Google it. Right, like, we'll, we'll continue on. I'm going to Google I, this. Do you know what? We're leaving it for the viewers. If any of you are listening, can you correct us? Make sure to tell us exactly how many hippos are loose in Mexico. And we'll, we'll give you a shout also, out Also, if you've watched something. Narcos, is it worth watching? I haven't watched it. I've heard it's very good. I've heard it's very good, but it's the, the subtitles and the whole crack. That would, watching Squid Games was confusing. Because of the, the... The voiceover. Thank you. Yeah. There's a word for it. Dubbing. Thank you. The dubbing. I actually drove my, my, my tiny brain wasn't able to comprehend. Because I was too focused on their, on their lips. <laughs> <laughs> I was too focused on their lips. And then obviously hearing like the accents. But I will say. Now maybe this is just my brain overthinking the whole situation. But like in other ways obviously they added on the English accent. To the to characters in Squid yeah. Games. It was actually like. Oh yeah, he's like I actually really feel like he would sound like that. 
Well, she would really sound like that. Listen, having <laughs> listened to some of the Korean actual like actors speaking and stuff like that, you're like, that's not what I was expecting them to sound Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. So when I put the English accent over it, I was like, I actually do feel like he would sound like that. Like that act, like the that woman. voice. I'm, it's the woman, the really annoying woman in there. Oh, if I didn't oh, want, if I actually, Jake, I actually wanted the, to jump through the, the, the bloody TV and pull her out. The, she was irritating. They picked the best accent for her anyway. Oh my God. Oh, it was so high pitched. Oh, perfect. <laughs> it was so, so annoying. It's so annoying. You know, the girl that died that yeah. we actually didn't like. At spoiler, the very start. spoiler alert. People so, die in Squid Games in case you didn't know. <laughs> Sorry. Not, it's not like some sort of chef yeah, show just, where you have if to you, if you don't, If you haven't watched Squid Games yet and you don't want to find out what happens next, just just pause or skip on because I'm totally going to ruin it for you. But you know the girl that we didn't like at the start and we loved her in the end and we all cried when she died? You cried. Well, I cried. You probably fell asleep, why, why, actually. Why, why couldn't you just go along with it, Tyke? I know, i got to hold on to that old tough uh, posterior. Bullshit. Anyway, <laughs> remember her? She's after getting like massive movie deals ever yeah. since Squid Games. She was. She was. Only I have read like a massive article about her the other day. Like she's after blowing up. She was only known for her modelling in Korea before, and she had about four hundred thousand followers on Instagram um, before Squid Games. And now is just next level. Yeah, she has blown. Oh, to be I fair, she played that character very, very well. Interesting. Don't and I don't know who she reminded me of. I, maybe I'm wrong. I'm, maybe you guys can actually tell me if you remember. Do you remember the PS PS One PS Two? Mm-hmm. And you used to have these um, the, the the fighting games, but the like the the karate fighting games. What were they called? Tekken. Tekken. She reminded me of one of the characters of the one. There was a fighter in it. <laughs> I don't know why. But the second I saw her, because I used to play that when I was younger, she reminded me of one of the characters out of that video game. Who was your character? In? Oh, I can't remember. It was a girl, and I genuinely feel like it was her. We'll have to come back to. I'll have to come back to that. But I'm curious. Did like did anybody else play that game when they were younger? Like I'm not sure. Was it PS One or PS Two? Tekken Three and PS Two used to. PS Two. My cousin would be button. Ah, I loved that. But a very very. Then he'd knock the remote in my hand for that couple of seconds. Yeah, because didn't the remote shake? Yeah. If you got like a good impact, it was like a. Ah, I used to love that game. Life was easy then. Ah, nostalgia. That was before I knew what a mortgage was. <laughs> Number six. Next topic. Ride a hot air balloon. Yes. You've done it? No, I'd love to though. It's amazing. That's so romantic. Just taking that. Just hint, hint, no judge. It's very romantic. What a bit. It is very romantic. I did it with two of my best friends, Shane and Ethan. Yes. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to Shane and Ethan, by the way. Having all, the, heroes. all the romantic days in Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually unbelievable. Little, little do people know the carnage that happened on that trip. Oh, we have got to talk stage. about that trip. Mm, we'll talk about it some We'll stage. have to talk we'll about that trip. We'll get the lads trip. on as guests. Oh my God, yes, you have to get two lads on. Yeah, Because we'll that's a trip. I feel like the world should know. I, well, I need to make, I highly enjoyed I need, that. I need to put the, 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 the footage together and turn it into a mini documentary. Fact, 100%. Because it was madness. 100%, but I feel like our listeners on the podcast should get an exclusive. Out? Should get an exclusive before he does that. I'll, I'm I feel gonna, like that should happen though What I'll do is I'll give you a brief summary Go for it We, we drove a 1996 one litre Nissan Micra All the way from Ireland to Mongolia Over the space of eight weeks And to say there was Ups and downs Shenanigans amongst <laughs> the way Would be an understatement <laughs> But that's for another day That's a story for another day <laughs> Stay tuned So yeah that is right yeah, on Yeah I'd love that Wicked. I think they do like hot air balloon uh, festivals in Bristol in the UK. Do they? I th- yeah, I'm pretty sure. Now again, anybody listening that lives in Bristol, correct me if I'm wrong. 
But I'm nearly sure they do like hot air balloon festivals or some sort in Bristol yeah. every year. It looks class now. Whether I don't know if you sounds, can get in. Like I think people do, yeah. own hot air balloons and just set them off. I don't think it's a matter of like you going and paying and actually yeah. getting to ride it like a hot air balloon. But like, that, I think that's pretty cool. They used to do it actually years ago where I, where I used to live in Tullamore. Like they used to have and they'd set off like a whole load of hot air balloons in the GA and it was class. Like mm. it would be... There were fireworks would go off that night and you like, I actually can't remember what the occasion was for. Something got to do with the Phoenix. I could be totally wrong. And people from Tullamore that listen to this. With the Phoenix. Going, yeah, see, people are going to be like, they what is she on about? She's the totally messing the up the Phoenix, story right now. But I just remember when I was younger, I remember when I was younger, like myself and my brothers, we would like go to this event where there would be like hundreds of hot, hot air balloons being like set off. But like, then there would be like a massive bonfire. Maybe it was Halloween. <laughs> more I think about it, it actually could have been like Halloween if, time. If there's anyone from Tullamore listening. Anybody listening, please correct me. But like, wasn't there an event years ago? Well, like when I say years ago, I'm talking about 10, 15 years ago. Would have like to set up like hundreds of balloons and then it'd like be a, like a massive firework event at the end. I actually feel like it's Halloween. Anyway, we'll find out and, and get back to you on that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, hot air balloons. I mean, they're pretty elite like. Yeah. <laughs> For uh, out of interest, anyone listening from Ireland, do you know of anywhere in Ireland that still does that? That hot does hot air balloons. balloons. Yeah, because I'd love to experience that. I and think if you're class. from somewhere else in the world that does loads of hot air balloons, let us know as well. I mean, we definitely have to add it onto the list. I'd I'd go back and do Cappadocia <sighs> in Turkey again. Anyway, that was some spot for it. I've just seen the sec the next one, oh, and I am one. oh my goodness! So uh, wow, number seven, see the Northern Lights, hundred percent. The Aurora Borealis. Oh my goodness! Some some York that. <laughs> Some, some York. Some York. <laughs> that I'd say was like is an experience. Yeah. In itself. Well, God bless my poor mother. She absolutely is dying to see Shout it. Shout out to Darling. Huh? Yeah, she's absolutely dying to see it. Oh, be amazing. Is that Iceland? It's kind of kind of near Scandinavian countries yeah, as far yeah. as I'm aware. But like she's dying to see it, but she's not one for travel. She she's not keen now on leaving the country too much. I think as in like she like afraid of traveling or just not a big like I, not, not I really she interested like in leaving. She doesn't like the hassle of it. She doesn't like the hassle. Oh, the hassle! But to be fair, she's not wrong. You know, so it's a lot of hassle. At some stage, myself and the sisters will try and probably organize a trip for the two of them away to the Northern Lights. We'll that would be amazing. But God bless her. We were talking about it one day, and we were like I was saying, you know, we'll we'll get you there at some stage. And she's like, we just need to head up the north. <laughs> I said, "What do you want to do?" Wait, she thinks it's happening to Belfast. No, she's not technically wrong. She read an article once about when the Aurora Borealis was visible from Belfast or some place up north. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, should I scrambled I'll just head up the, <laughs> up the country." Then. So I was like, "Ma'am, that was like once in a blue moon. Like once you need to head. Blue, yeah, because it head does sometimes like in certain parts of Ireland or wherever mm. you actually can see." Same with of Scotland it. as well. You can see parts of it every so parts often. Parts of it ever so very vague. Yeah, but it's yeah. very vague. It's very like yeah. you wouldn't, it wouldn't even be, know. It's it wouldn't that. feel like the real thing. Oh God, so, no! It's it's good nothing. Yeah, what she what she said she'd like to do now is maybe a couple of years time off to Lapland, take the whole family when when all of my our future nieces and nephews and whatnot are a little bit older and mm. they're like they know who sent is the plan of action and we all head off to big big old class. like the Von Trapp family heading the off the holidays <laughs> out to Lapland that's what they love to do that's some trip though do Americans know where Lapland is or is that just a European thing oh surely they would no of course they would oh, sure they have a snow in America they have a who they have snow for sure who doesn't have snow Tig we, ha- we don't have uh, we, we don't have real oh god snow. no we don't have no we don't have real snow 
We get that other stuff, the no. slippy stuff. To be stuff. fair though, when I went to New York though, I experienced snow. I experienced cold. And I, I, I swore I'd never give out about the Irish weather ever again when I came back. I went over to New York around February time. And it was cold as shit. Oh my goodness. So like here, minus freaking three is like extremely cold. Yes? Like you would yeah. wear a hat and scarf and then minus three in Ireland. Yeah, yeah but like you're regret. You see, it's normally followed with rain. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm talking about frost. I'm talking about oh, like right. frostbite. Mm. Kind of cold. Oh, you wouldn't be going getting frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you set me up for that one. I had, no, to be fair, I actually handed that one. But like, we would manage that. We'd be like, oh yeah, sure, it's great. You're great. Wrap up, you'd be fine. Oh, I shit you not. When I went to America, it was like minus two. Minus one, minus two. Right? When I tell you there was icicles coming over my nostrils. I'm not even kidding. I actually, there's a photo. I actually have a photo when I was on the Brooklyn Bridge that the wind was so cold, right? It wasn't even that, because the sun was, the sun was out, like, so like, like today. Today was kind of like chilled, but the sun was out, yeah? So it wasn't too bad, but it was chilly. Oh my God, the day I went to the Brooklyn Bridge, it was so cold. It was a fabulous day. It was so cold. I had to stop. So I, we, we walked to the Brooklyn Bridge. I had to stop at a shop and get two pairs of gloves because my hands were that cold. Not one pair. Not one pair, people. Two. Because it was so cold. She doubled up. I doubled up. And even at that, I was wearing a scarf. I was wearing body warmers, jackets, hats, the whole shebang. And then I actually got to the stage where I was trying to take a photo. I actually couldn't deal with the cold. My photograph is like like this. I've got my, my hands over my face because I felt like my nose was going to fall off. That's how cold it was. I never experienced cold like I did in America. Like their minus one felt like minus 40. Nippy so. Nip. You could hand icicles, like hand, hand icicles. You could hang freaking coats off your nipples. It'd be that cold. <laughs> a bit Roll credits. I think we've got our title for the episode. <laughs> I'm just saying, lads. American weather is next level. Like next level compared to Ireland. And they do like to go to the far extremes, I suppose. They like to do one everything. Oh, one up. Later. They always want to do one up. Speaking of one up, on to our next one. Number eight is go to see the Super Bowl. Have you been? Have you seen the massive growth in Ireland in the last couple of years? And in to the watch UK? the Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Oh party. yeah, it's huge, huge, huge Super Bowl party. Really yeah. turned into a global event now. Yeah, I think I've only watched two. To be fair, so I wouldn't be big into American football. Mm. Sorry, guys, please don't come for me. I just don't get the sport. I don't get it. I get. I understand it. I suppose I've seen a little piece of it being played in Ireland as well. Yeah, it's the fact that there's so many stoppages and the big game. That's what kind of frustrates me. Yeah, there's because a lot of intervals, It's about isn't the it? ads. It's almost as much about the ads. Yeah, it's a lot about like, it's a, about like sponsorships and stuff like that, isn't it? And then obviously you have like the big massive Super Bowl event. But like there seems to be an awful lot of intervals in between Yeah, there's so all. many stoppages. You don't kind of get that really as much with soccer or rugby. Oh, or give me else. rugby any day. I'd sit and watch rugby, no problem. Hmm. No problem. We'll come back to that possibly later on as well. But yeah, the Super Bowl party is just getting really big. I think mm-hmm. it's great. The one thing that always upsets me about American sports, and I know someone will come at me for saying this, but I hate when they say they're world champions. They're the only country entering. I'm sorry, lads. You can't be doing that. You can't be saying you're world champions. You don't let anyone else enter. You're not giving anyone else leeway to like give it back. They do the same with baseball and the NBA and stuff like that. And like, you're just going Do you know what? I'd actually be interested to go and see a baseball game. I would be interested. Again, don't get the sport. I don't understand the sport, but I'd be intrigued. I'd be so intrigued to like watch a baseball 
vent. Because I... And you know what? No, actually no, because people are gonna come at me when I when I think when I think of baseball and like baseball game. All I can picture in my head, and again, I know a lot of people are gonna like agree with me when I say this. All I can picture in my head is High School Musical number two when they have the dance off. I never watched it. Ah, shame on you. You're missing out. But like, I could be wrong, lads. That's every time I see a baseball game on TV or news or whatever like that. All I can picture is that one scene of. Uh, in high school Zac musical Efron? too. No, no it's, not, it's not Zac Efron. It's not Zac Efron. I don't know. You're talking to the wrong man here. Ah, oh, clearly. I mean, if we, if it had Ryan Reynolds in it, I tell you. Oh, what Ryan I, Reynolds. We'll have, probably have a full Ryan Reynolds, episode on I, him I'm alone. I'm just gonna say Ryan Reynolds is a total different kettle of fish. Dance. We're gonna have Ryan to dedicate Reynolds. a whole. That's episode two. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to dedicate a whole episode. Is that the to topic him. you picked? Yeah, <laughs> that's my topic. Okay, number nine, swim with dolphins. I'm not gonna lie, not on my list. Would not be on my list. Won't be on mine either. I could take it or leave it. See again, I feel like people are gonna come at me with this. I feel like this should be just left alone. Let them off do their own things. I get it. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure it'll be an amazing experience, but I think this should be just left alone. I don't think there should be events like that. Set up where you can go and swim with dolphins or swim with sharks or go and do whatever. Well, no, I think there's a big difference between swimming with dolphins and swimming with no, sharks. No, I'm not talking about you that. You're going up rubbing an old dolphin there, but I mean, you're not going to be doing the same with a shark too often. I know, but you know what I mean, though. Well, I see, I know. When it comes to like events and stuff. Would be, would be on my list. What? Like, I'd go shark cage diving. I would. No. What? No. I would. I want to live. I've got a life to live, man. So if we're down, if you were off in safari down in in in, Af- in South Africa, I'd be doing it in a heartbeat. Yeah, but like not swimming with sharks. So yeah, swimming with dolphins wouldn't be there. But yeah, I, I just think when it comes swimming. to animals, I think they should be just left out in the wild. Left, like I don't think they should be. I don't think I just don't believe in that. I don't. Don't get me wrong; it's great to see it. Like I said, when you go to the zoo, you see it. But again, that again is a whole different topic. Leave the lads at it. Yeah, I that again. I could go on a whole tangent here about keeping at, like animals in close. Like I could go on, and I'm, I'm not because I'd be here all day. I just don't agree with any of that. I feel like they should be left out in the wild. You wouldn't put like, you wouldn't put humans in a cage and told to dance, do tricks, do something. I don't know. I've been at a couple of nightclubs that had no, a couple but... of people doing that. Now to be fair, <laughs> but you get what I mean, though. I just don't think this should be. Yeah. I'm not going to go on about it because I'm here all day. Yeah. Anyway, so we, last, go, we go on to the last Last topic. one of the US uh, singles top 10 is travel through Europe. And yeah. I've got a bit of a bugbear about this. Why? Because they, Americans, not all of them, but quite often, they just say, I'd love to travel Europe. They don't know any of the countries or the places. They just think Europe's this one nor- like ginormous place. Uh, no, I feel like there would be a lot. I feel like there would be a percentage of people who would have done a lot of research. And all that before the trip that would take the steps of going, right, we should start. Very like you. Let's just put that out there. You'd be very much of itinerary, right, we're going to start here. We're going to go there, there, there. I feel like people that are massive travel heads mm. and want to see literally everything, they want to get everything out of their trip, would do the research on Europe. But I, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. There are like people out there who just go for it and like having a clue what they're at like no at the same I don't time, know what they're getting themselves into I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing either I think no because I feel like the best things are done out of uncertainty as yeah. well and when you go like there's a certain amount of planning that you need to have done but 
when it's a little bit more unstructured, you kind of end up learning new things and taking on experiences you might not necessarily have had before. That was a certainly one big thing myself and the lads found when we traveled to Mongolia that we yeah, had... But did you have, and t- I, I can't remember if I asked you this, but like did you say, like, yeah, it was definitely going to be Mongolia and this was going to be the route? Yeah, or did you just yeah. kind of just go f- like go with it? You had to have a certain route because you had to have your visas and you had to be in certain obviously places at yeah certain times because your visa would run out. That must have been but hard though because of the fact that you're like you had to be difficult. in places was for a certain time because obviously mm. if you didn't the visas wouldn't have counted or yeah yeah it was borders it was tough in that sense. but other than that we kind of kept it quite loose and free and if we met people along the way you know we weren't we, we kind of had this thing of we're going to go and chat to them for a while and you know get to know who they are and experience their culture that was great yeah and i think if people adopt that attitude if americans come over and say i'm going to travel to europe but i'm going to really experience the cultures and take it on board and really learn about them i think all power to it oh I think definitely. the same with us when we go to america yeah but i, I feel like yes <laughs> we will definitely have a structured trip because you're going to be in full Mr. Thing. Organization over here, Mr. <laughs> fun Killer. So I just want to make very clear for people to understand what he's talking about here. We're planning on going on a massive world trip. I suppose we're we're talking about bucket lists. Yeah, it's, on this our is, bucket it's, list. it's our bucket list. Hopefully, we'll call it. We're we're going to put it out there now. Two, three years down the line. Yeah. I think we'd like to be able to take this podcast on the road, do a lot of interviews with mm-hmm. a lot of people we've met we've over met the year, over the years, years in social media. Some names you probably would have known. Or heard of, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the plan is that uh, your your T's and C's are going on tour. <laughs> They're being applied across the world. They're being applied across the world. That's the plan, anyway. We're so, hoping that's what we're working towards. So we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So it'll be interesting to see what we knock off our bucket list on the way. Yeah, that's definitely on our one. Do the equivalent. Travel the world. Travel America the is probably America. The first place. I think it's going to be our first. You have so to I, I, any oh hundred percent, hundred percent. So any Americans, you know, don't worry, we'll. Uh, We'll be making it known where we're going to be. And uh, if anybody wants to reach out and meet up, it could be really us, cool to see people. Park, park and camp in your driveway for a Yeah. <laughs> Can we water. use your electricity and water? <laughs> just one warm shower. Just, we, just, we just want a warm shower, please. And a, <laughs> and a, and and a, a hot meal. <laughs> a hot meal. Maybe a flask of tea for the road. Well, there you go. That's the American top 10. I yeah. It's not a bad top 10 list. Actually, to be fair, it actually wasn't a bad one that you gave me now, I have to say. For our American listeners out there, is there anything that you would have on your top 10 list? Yeah. Single or in a relationship, does it make a difference? We'd love to know what you would have on your top 10 bucket list. Send them in to us. And we'll, uh, we'll hopefully feature them in the future. You can send them on to us on our Instagram. It's the T's and C's Apply podcast. Uh, you find us on there um, or on TikTok as well. Um, or we have an email as well because I know a lot of people wouldn't use social media so we have our email as well which is the T's and C's Apply podcast at gmail.com please don't use that one though because I'm in charge of it I don't want that <laughs> extra admin in my life <laughs> stick with the Instagram that's shared thanks very much round <laughs> 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 two <laughs> ding <So>. ding ding <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the second welcome half welcome back to the second half uh, so we've obviously seen the top 10 American singles list yeah so i went off and i decided to try a scavenger hunt an irish top 10 equivalent oh interesting okay, okay now yeah. you don't have access to this so i have access oh. to this. So i'm intrigued to see what you think i wrote down for each of those top 10 okay so there's for the a, irish one there's an irish equivalent irish people play along oh, right. tell us if you said the same thing that i said here okay, okay. so we're okay. going to go in the same order so number one was fall in love what do you think the irish equivalent was in my head 
What's the equivalent for Irish people <laughs> of falling in love? So you can't all depends. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Go on. You were there on Friday night. <laughs> get into coppers. Not well. What about coppers? Come on. I'm uh, getting the shift of coppers. Getting the shift of coppers. Hey! Close enough. I had. I wrote down find a wife or husband or significant other in coppers, or at the plowing championships. <laughs> <laughs> This is how you find love Lads, in Ireland, ladies and I gentlemen. I just want to say the carnage in coppers on the first night of like restrictions being lifted was carnage. Holy mother of God. I understand I ain't old, right? I'm not. I'm only 27, lads. But my God, I felt old in coppers on Friday night. Like it was literally a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. Not giving out like you, you go, Glen Coco and live your life. But like I felt old as shit standing there. I've never been. Oh, mighty crack. There's like four floors. Like, I was like, golly. But, I'm like, it's To describe it, I suppose, for people from outside. So there's like four floors. And like each floor, there's like obviously a different DJ. DJ. It's a nightclub. It's a nightclub. Um, It's huge. And you have like four different floors. And each floor has a different DJ that plays a different genre of music. Mm. And the floor that we were on was playing all like your old, like your old 90s, 80s kind of mix. But they were actually playing quite like new and relevant music as well. So we stayed on that floor and it was great crack. But we felt old. Well, I did. I don't know about Jess. Jess is probably going like, I didn't feel old, but I felt old as shit. Perfect opportunity now. Any uh, Anyone who's Irish or who's been to Coppers. Let, tell oh, us, I want to know. Have, yeah, I want to know if you got any wild stories. Did you get the shift? Did you get the shift? Work, we weren't in the more again. Or did you get a bit more? <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> hey, oh, Ty. Lord. Ty, oh. what? You don't understand, man. What my my poor little brain <laughs> and my poor eyes had to see on Friday night. I was scared. I walked out of there and I was like, wow. Mm. I, I, that, I wasn't like that when we, I was 16. We're going to move on. We don't, that's another, nice, that's that, another that, story that's... for another podcast. <laughs> Number two, go on, uh, go on a wine tour in Napa. What do you think I wrote down as the Irish equivalent? Going for cans in the field. <laughs> Very close. Very close. I had a book fast tour of, uh, of Kells. <laughs> I think, I think that would be genius. I'm I've sorry now. Bookfast. Can County Meads, can County Meads County Council get on to that? I, a, a book fast tour of the Kells Abbey or whatever. Is it an Abbey or is it? I think, is it an Abbey? What's the other word that you could have for it? Begins with M. Word's gone. Begins with M. A montage. No. Ma. Uh, where did I even get montage? Anyway. Anyway. The, moving the, swiftly along. The county council of Meath. I think you should you should get onto that. That's that's a money maker right there. Fact. The book that fast bring a lot tour of, of Kells. Yeah. Now I do need to make sure that before anyone writes in, I am fully aware that book fast was made in a monastery. There we go. A that's monastery the word. In Devon. So it is technically a British drink. I've never had it. It's it's fifteen percent tonic wine. Oh, hardcore! Sounds like piss. I'm not gonna say after it any better. One thing I will say though, I do remember all the lads when I was in like leaving cert drinking that, mm. especially on like our, uh, you know, we have like your leaving cert mass, and then you go on a mad bender on that night. I didn't. I did you not? Oh, I you was, didn't drink. I didn't drink. You didn't drink. I was you didn't a drink. Boy. I was boring. You weren't no, I boring. wasn't. I was actually. I was, you were just. I was a responsible adult friend who got all of his friends drunk, and then still drove does. them home. Let's clarify. He still does that. Still does that. I like my sport. I tended to be like getting up on a Sunday morning for a game of rugby or something. So yeah, 
was my sober. But, uh, yeah, I remember all the lads drinking Buck Fast. I've never had it. Mm. It's never Bat- enticed me. Bottle of Bucky. Bottle of Buck. What was, other, what was the other popular one? Port. No, not Port. Poutine. Yeah, well, that's, that's Moonshine. What the hell is Moonshine? It's you, I love how you put, like, emphasis on that. Moonshine. I should do with the American accent. Moonshine. Moonshine. Mm, get me that good moonshine. <laughs> we do apologise to all the Americans listening here. Uh, we do apologise. I that don't. That was a perfect accent. That. That, was, that was flawless. <laughs> I've never been more <laughs> insulted in my life. <laughs> but, no. Yeah, yeah what, is, what is putting? It's made out of spuds. Is it fuck? I'm not even joking. <laughs> it's made out of spuds? Yeah. Uh, Do you I know vodka's made out of potatoes? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck? No, again, that's another episode oh, itself. Oh, guys, we're going to be talking about drinking in another episode, <laughs> I'd say. Is it really? Yeah. Jeez. I need to take you on a tour of, like, a distillery or something. A fact. Well, have I actually ever been to a, dist- a distillery? You live in Tullamore. You've not been to Tullamore, too. I, yeah, I've been to the very first one. I haven't been to the new one. I'd love to go and experience the new we'll one. Have to. You know the new one I showed you? That big mm. fancy, fancy. It looks like, nice. Tullamore Jew. Anybody that works in Tullamore Jew um, ever want to just like hit us up on a tour? Be very interested because I've we'll, we'll not seen it. We'll make a TikTok it. or something in there. Yeah, 100%. I've not seen it. It looks absolutely or Jemison. stunning. Or Jemison. I'm going to play them against each other here now. Or Jemison. Yes, I so mean, you can get there first. That'd be uh, interesting. You, Tullamore Jew, you've got to look after your local girl. But Jemison. Yep, yep. Jemison. Jemison, hit us up. Or Middleton Rare. Come on, look after, <laughs> look after her homeboy. <laughs> okay, let's... Let's, let's see which county is able see, to pull it out first. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. I knew I was going to say something at some point. I thought it was going to be later. Anyway, moving on. Oh, but yeah, so Buckfast, Buckfast made, technically made by the monks in Devon in the UK. Mm. But it's been, it's been kind of really popularised in Ireland. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, number Fun fact three. of the day, folks. There you go. Number three, change someone's life for the better. What do you reckon I put down for this? It has to be the Irish equivalent. Of changing someone's life for the better. Mm. Did you go, did you, did you take any of them serious? This curious. One, well, this, this one, one I feel like you serious. would have. Right, okay. This is actually something I've not yet done, but I do plan on doing. Irish equivalent. Mm. Change someone's life. For the better. The, and this is very Irish. Very Irish style. Oh, I really don't know. Will I, will I tell you what Give I Give us done? a hint. Or can you even give it a hint on that to one? To do with your parents. On a weekly basis. What, visit them more? Mm, no. Not quite. Cook your mammy and daddy a lovely Sunday roast. And that change your life for the better. <laughs> I mean, it'll give your ma a day off. Exactly. And she'll change, that's changing. Oh, your ma and dad make a great Sunday dinner though. Yeah, they're very good. To be fair, they do. I feel awful though because I'm I'm the exotic one in the family. So when I cook for the family, I bring in all these spices and stuff from all over the place. And you just can't keep a basic. No, no, I'm not a basic bitch. He's not a basic oh, bitch. Sure. Well, sorry. Well, it's first. Well, it's just not know. a bad thing to be fair. Don't get me wrong. It's not a bad thing that like you you've got a what's the word? Like the, the, an exotic the, got, palate. Yeah, the Irish palate is very bacon not, and cabbage. Yeah, but sure too. Right, that's what you want on a Sunday. One big cabbage man. You don't want fucking what's the fuck Mexican eggs on a Sunday. But if Mexican never did anyone any harm. Yeah, yeah, but enchiladas like enchiladas and fajitas. To and be fair, like your enchiladas aren't bad now. Mm. You know what I'm telling you. But it's like good. you, you wouldn't give that up now for a Sunday roast. Oh, probably. Well, probably not. But that's the whole point. 
is that like mum and dad they'd be good at making the Sunday roast I wouldn't have that skill yet they've, they've that kind of lockdown have, yeah but have you tried though no well so you don't know have they tried making enchiladas they haven't because they wouldn't make the same but you don't know <laughs> see you see, you don't know it works both ways but I think that'll be the thing I think I think yeah I mean that's a fair show no yeah. it's a very Irish equivalent that's a fair show right get to my ideal weight what do you think the Irish equivalent of this one is eat as much as you can without putting on a fucking thing mm, interesting interesting approach or drink I went for a slightly different approach what get to a weight when your, when your grandmother said Jesus you're all skin and bone and she gives you more biscuits <laughs> That'd have to be the Irish equivalent. Get to the ideal so weight is when your grandmother says, so true. You're nothing but skin and bone. What are they feeding you? Home? She'd be stuffing you then on the Sunday and sending you home. It wasn't just biscuits, though. No, she'd have, she'd have the Sunday roast. She had, I was just going to say, it would always be loud spuds and a bit of chicken, mm. a bit of gravy. Yeah. So that'd be the equivalent. Yeah, that sounds get, about right. Get to a stage when. when Old people in Ireland are saying, Don't be grandparents too much more all, Your grandparents always have, though, a great variety of biscuits, though, don't they? There was always a gross, the, the, the biscuit, biscuit press or the, 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 or the tin like but there was always the press that you'd go to because you know where all the goods are and then there was that big mass oh the tin the biscuit tin where you think there's goods in it and you open it and it's a fucking sewing <laughs> the absolute disappointment every oh time and God. the gas thing is you know what the tin looks like but you always go back to the same fucking tin and then when you see a new tin you're like and you go over and you open the fucking tin. And what is it? A fucking sewing kit. Oh, Lord. If that wasn't, if that didn't trample your dreams. That's childhood memories there. That's, childhood that's trauma. trauma. <laughs> <laughs> that's yes, trauma. Yes. I can't look at a box of micados again without oh. take flashbacks and shapes. <laughs> you get the twitch. Oh, the twitch. Oh, no. There's needles in that. <laughs> that's why none of us can sew, lads. Yeah. That's why none of us can sew, because... Just have trauma when we see a needle and thread. <laughs> on to the next one. So, go, go on, on safari. What do you reckon? What's the Irish equivalent? We have to stay within Ireland as well. That's the other rules about this. Right. Okay. It's a good one. On a safari, what would the Irish equivalent, Irish equivalent be? And you, I don't think you're going to get this, but it's close to you. What's a it's fucking, I don't know, fucking climb for Patrick? No. Even better. And I'd love, I'm hoping someone out there has done it because they want to know if it's any good. Go on. Go walk alpacas in Wicklow. <gasps> I've heard so many people do that. I really want to do that. Oh, I did There's, my research. Ah, oh, it's meant to be class crack. So for 38 euro, 38 of your finest euros, you can walk alpacas for two hours. And I heard a little rumour. I don't know if this is true or not. They either supply you with alcohol or you're allowed to bring your own. <gasps> You could be you could be doing a you could be doing a bucky tour of Wicklow uh, with alpacas. To the people that work in the alpaca farm. Hit me up. Let us know. Is it any That's good? class. That's I've no. I've heard. I've heard a lot of people do it. And I've actually seen like like Instagram stories and stuff like that of people doing it. It looks like mad crack, mm. and they're meant to be. It's meant to be a very therapeutic thing to do, mm. as well. I've heard like I know two people that have done it, and they said it was a very relaxing kind of like because it's just you and the alpaca. Mm. I'd have to feel like I'd have to wear a poncho with an alpaca sewn into it. Oh my god! Like the emperor's new groove. <gasps> they're llamas. What's the difference? Uh, I'm not googling it. I am googling it. Someone tell us the difference. No, stop asking the audience to tell you. Don't be. No, you keep going. I'm going to Google this. What's the difference between an alpaca and a llama? Because they look the exact same. But anyway, well, since you're googling, I'll I'll fill people in on what I found out about this. Oh, go on. So, 
according to their website, our alpacas are part of our family here. We know each one individually, their personalities and their moods. Now, I can't help but feel if they know their moods. Are there alpacas out there that see a big bunch of Irish Egypts <laughs> rocking up going, Joseph, are you sending them out with them <laughs> feckin' Egypts again? This is four days in a row. I'm walking them around the Wicklow Mountain down by Sleeve Bloom. You're having me all over the place. Am I having to really deal with that? Do you think? What do you reckon? Right, I'm after finding it, right? Go on, what's the difference? The most distinguishing physical difference between alpacas and llamas are their sizes, their hair, and their face shapes. Other than that, they look the exact same. Like, I'm looking at pictures. Is this, is this another crocodile versus alligator thing? To be fair, they look the exact same. Oh, Jesus, no, alpacas will be fierce hairy. Yeah, here, like around the front, but as in like mouth, nose, like very similar. Do you know what a llama looks like? Do you know what his face looks like? It looks like a kangaroo. It actually does. Doesn't it? His Fair. face looks like it actually, like it actually looks like he has a kangaroo mm. Jack kind of looking face. But they are very, oh, look at this what a, chap. What a great movie though. What, Kangaroo em- Jack? No, The Emperor's New Groove. Oh, that too, but Kangaroo Jack though. Yeah, I watched it. <gasps> Shame on you, lads. I'm not ashamed. I'm seeing a lot of red flags here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the only difference. Other than that, they've, they've got a lot of similarities in their, like, their diets and mm. what they eat. And One of them spits as well. Is it alpaca spit? Mm. Or is it llamas? Oh, wait, no. One of them spits. I think it's the. I think you're right. I think it's the alpacas that spits. I reckon that must be. That's what I'm. That moody. Those moody alpacas now, when they come across fellas they wouldn't like on them treks, they'd be spitting in their faces. I'm, 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 I'm Googling you're Googling to see. <laughs> you're gonna have. You're gonna have a weird search history after this. Just a pile. Yeah, of, if anyone looks at my pile my of spitting llamas, do they spit or, or alpacas? And not all alpacas spit. Some of them. Some of them. Just do. the ones with moody personalities. Just the ones that are, are in a pissy mood. They're the ones that, they're the ones, yeah. Right, we got to move on because we need to get to the end of this podcast. Go on. Okay, so yep. number number five was the go on safari one. Number yep. six, ride a hot air balloon. Now, I saw the word ride and my head was like, keep a PG tag. <laughs> Sort yourself out here now before <laughs> you get yourself fired. So I kept a PG. The Irish equivalent to yeah. a hot air balloon? I'm riding a hot air balloon. I'm talking, well, to be fair, if you're in a hot air balloon, to be adrenaline, mm. right? So I'm taking that into account. So I'm going to go, like, fucking driving in a Mondello. Oh. Mm, close with the adrenaline idea. With the adrenaline idea. Oh, yeah. okay, I'm not far off. I don't know. You wouldn't ride a car, though, would you? I thought we were trying to keep Fiji here, like. I wasn't thinking, I wasn't thinking, all right. ride. Uh, the fucking roller coaster. Yeah. Oh, Tato Park! What, what's it called? The, what's the big the one? Fucking the wooden one. Ride Coo Colin at Tato Park. That's there you it. Go. I did that. Was it good? Class. Never been. Oh, the adrenaline. I was shitting myself though. I was terrified. I actually, my like seven year old cousin was there, like was with us and like he was cool as a cucumber mm. and I was terrified. But once I like, got off it, I was like, get me back on that. The adrenaline, the Love. rush. Was insane. It Le- was class. Legoland, Oakwood, all the ones in Never the UK. Never been to Legoland. Love them. Love them. Isn't there Tor, Tor Park? Tor Park. Tor well. Park. Alton Towers. Alton Towers. Some, there's yeah, some love park. to go there now. Some they look park. class. Tato Park is one I haven't done yet. Tato Park is actually again, really fun. Did my little bit of research on this. 35 euro for an all day pass. Yeah. So, you could, you could either walk alpacas. Although, you don't want to go on about day. Did, like twice, three times I've gone to Tato Park. It's been patient rain. 
and it's it's no crack when it's mm. raining because a lot of the rides and stuff get they get sh- yeah they yeah. get shut down so it like completely ruins the fun. But like any parents out there that have not been to Tato Park, you gotta get your kids to Tato Park because it's great crack. They love it. Thirty five euro for adults. I think it's about thirty one for kids. So. Mm. It's I mean, expensive, don't get me wrong, but it's worth the money, I think. But to be fair, though, like, you spend you a lot there. of money in there as well, like. I'd be packing a lunch now. Oh, like I would, I again, ducks are, so I parents, I would pack lunch because it is crazy price. Although, when you go into Tater Park, you have to experience the, the, like, sticks. You know the way you have, like, chicken skewers on a stick? Oh, yeah? They have, like... Potato skewers. Potato skewers. So it's literally just like a long oh, string of potato, potato yeah. fried. And then you've got like, you know, you have your potato flavors. So you'd have like prawn oh, cocktails and like your salt and vinegar and cheese. And then they'd have all them. So they'd literally have like a big massive string of like potato skin fried on a stick. And then did like season it then in the flavor that you want. <gasps> Unreal. It's on the list. It's on the Irish list. We'll have to do it at some stage. Right. Next ready? one. Go Next on. one. Uh, see the Northern Lights What do you reckon The Irish equivalent is And I'm going to give a date now Because it's going to be Important for people If they want to go do it A date mm, There's a specific date Have I done that No oh. But you're doing Something very similar soon Oh The The The, the lights in the zoo Close yeah Turning on The Christmas lights The Christmas lights On Grafton Street In Dublin November 15th For anyone out there That's Is it November? November 15th Fucking earlier nice and earlier. one I'm So excited for Christmas We can't Christmas. Do, like, uh, I don't know I always feel like It's getting like Christmas is getting Earlier and earlier This year they had The selection uh, boxes Out in Tesco's Before yeah, Halloween the, Was even over Tesco te- Before Halloween Even started Tyke. They were putting them Out in September What are you talking about But Tesco's have always Been the first To put out selection boxes Madness Three Always the Same thing about f- Fucking like, Easter eggs They're putting out Easter eggs in February I'm okay with that though But you know what I mean Tesco's <laughs> have always Just been ahead of the game And no harm Because a lot of parents Will buy True Or whatever For like nieces and nephews They'll buy a shit I know I do I'd buy a certain amount Of selection boxes For whoever mm. At the start of the year but Yeah Who do you reckon Would turn it on This year Yeah Who would you Who, who what, would I, what B or C list celebrity Would you reckon Is turning on The lights in Dublin In Dublin Yeah Do you know who I'd love To see it on the lights Marty Gilfoyle <laughs> Marty, you've got our boy. Marty should turn on, on the Christmas lights this year. Definitely. Oh, he'd be delighted. He'd do a great job. He'd be job only delighted. And then he'd just do like a sesh after it. I think Gordon needs to be standing next Gordon, to him as well. Oh, looking get like Gordon. an undercover gardener. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, get Gordon to do the undercover gardens. <laughs> or no, do you know what? Just have Gordon turn on the lights as the undercover, as the undercover guard. like the, the Or his boy racer. Or his boy racer. <laughs> oh, that'd be fucking my crack. I don't know who it's going to be this year. I feel like it could be could some be. of... Because the, there's a lot of new music artists, Irish music artists that have come out Especially in the past year on TikTok, but would they could you, would potentially not, would, would they not be considered newer? So you'd have to have some a celebrity that's a little bit older. Would you? Like an old boys on member, or you could have Westlife. Westlife have come back. Someone from Fair City. Fair, what a show! Maura Higgins. She's in. Shy. She's in everything. Ah, oh, Maura Higgins. She'd be great. Now. She'd be great. She'd be great. Crack. Yeah. So that's what I reckon. Yeah. But anyway, who would you reckon? Who would you have turning on the lights? The it's such a good, It's just literally turning on the lights. Not a big deal. I, well I don't know I don't understand how Why there needs to be a celebrity To do it like Oh wow Fucking Your man from Fair City There turn on the lights What's the fucking deal What happens if you get asked To turn on lights and turn Oh no I'd be the first one there <laughs> I'd be the first one there Bouncing whistles In the whole Tur- Turning on the lights And turn them over Like this is a great privilege 
<laughs> Thank we, you so much for having me. We normally don't do speeches, but I'm doing one anyway. <laughs> right, next one. Go, Go on. to the Super Bowl. What's the Irish equivalent? Asher has to be like a fucking All Ireland or something. All Ireland, yeah, for sure. Now. Both, well, Again, I've never been to one. Never been? Yeah. I've not been to the All-Ireland. I've been to the semi-final because, I mean, Cork are in it every couple of years, aren't they? Yeah. You don't, you don't get them as well. I mean, you didn't do. do too well this year now, I'm not going to lie. We got to the final though, didn't we? Yeah, you got to the final. You got to fucking hammered. You got your asses handed to you. Listen, listen. Handed? Okay. I saw it in tenfold. What's important was we made it to the <laughs> Okay? You gave an attempt, lads. Yeah. I'll give you that. You gave an now, attempt. Now, I would argue as well... There's a good atmosphere at a Munster versus Leinster game in Tony Park. Never been, so I can't say. Can't judge. December 26th. I feel like I'm plugging all the events in Ireland. At the moment. I feel like you are, yeah. December 26th. There's always a game in Tolman Park between Munster and Leinster. And the crack you have at that game is phenomenal. December 26th? I think it's 26th. Could be the 27th. Stevens Day. Yeah. It's around then. It's after it's after Christmas Day. Everything's done and dusted, mm. and they put on Munster versus Leinster, and it's normally Connacht versus Ulster. Oh. so they have those two games on around that time. I think it's the twenty sixth, maybe the twenty seventh. I could be wrong, but it is grey crack. Nice. I reckon cool. Leinster person, Munster person. Let's let's get it. Let's yeah, start let's the go. rivalry. Yeah, we'll start the rivalry. We'll so start it. Uh, yeah, big rugby. Is there any rugby heads out there? I hope so because I love rugby. It's a great game. That's the only former sport I will sit down and watch, no problemo. Boxing? No. Well, I'm gonna only have if, to. Only if it's me getting the head bit off. That's what it exactly. Yeah. That's the only. That's the only time I'll sit and watch boxing. Because yeah, I, I have no choice, lads. She's stuck with it. <laughs> right. Swim with dolphins. This is. This is gonna, <laughs> I feel like this is going to be something. So this stupid. is. I'm gonna. I feel like there's going to be. With God bless. God bless him. God bless him. I think there's going to be a lot of Irish people are going to feel very sad about this one because we used to swim with dolphins. A dolphin. Oh, fungi. They've, they've, He's they've gone. Been, uh, gone. R.I.P. Is he though? Has he been found? He's about 20 years old. Of course he's gone. He's outlived any natural like dolphin that they've ever had before. Have they? Yeah. Really? Do, like, yeah, but he hasn't been found though. I wonder why. But sure, I don't know. I think, listen, you can't just assume that he's dead. Maybe he just got sick of looking at you all and said, "No, I fucked a lot of you." I'm out. <laughs> be fair, I if I was living in Kerry, I wouldn't be. I would. I'd probably feel the same. That's for sure. Like you don't know. Maybe he just got sick of being in the same surroundings all his life and went, "You know what, lads? I'm sick to the TV. I'm out here," and just you know. I don't think the people have been able to take too kindly to that word. But sure, you don't know. Maybe I don't know. I wouldn't say. Can we get maybe. updates from anyone? From yeah, Kerry? anybody actually know what the crack the is? The Kerry Cowboy. You'd be a anybody good man know. For the I actually, because there was a whole like two week period there where I was hearing nothing but about fo- stories about fungi on the radio, mm. and I was heard absolutely. We jack. did, we did get a silver lining during the summer though, because there was a quick replacement who came for a while. Oh, the the walrus, Wally the walrus, Wally the walrus. Jeez, yeah, he had some journey. He did, and he was chilled as hell. Wally the walrus, right? He came and he travelled to Ireland, yeah, France, Spain, the UK, came back to Ireland. Not a single vaccine pass <laughs> in sight. <laughs> he touring around like there's not a single pandemic sure, going he, on. I'm telling you, he was probably spreading it all, so he was all his friends. He was having a great time. He was, he was dead right. 800 kgs, big lad. Jesus. Yeah. Arctic walrus. Mother of God. Sunk I think I've seen a few photos. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think I've seen a few photos of him just chilling in the back of boats. He sunk a couple of boats around Ireland to the point where they actually made him a floating sofa to lay on. Stop. Yeah. Swear to God, 
because he, he was getting tired. He's a big lad, like. So what? He was just getting out of the water onto these boats? Onto these boats and sinking And the boats were just going, shoom. <laughs> Man, Wally. Secretly, I was like, go on. Like, go on. Who made them the floating couch thing? People who obviously had boats in the vicinity were like, don't sink my boat, Wally. No way. Swear to God. Jesus, that's yeah. mad. He travelled 2,500 kilometres. Wow. In total? I think... To, oh, no, sorry. I'm reading the next line. <laughs> he, but he came... He came from up near Iceland. Wow. He'd, he'd actually love to wonder what goes through her head. Like, what goes through her... Do you see that TikTok? It's like, I wonder what goes through her head. Like, I'd love to know what was going through his mind. So his mind there with was... With the route that he took. fears far from home. Well, very far. Because the whole story was he fell asleep on a block of ice. On and a it just travelled. And the ice broke off. And it just travelled with the, with the current. What and did you do? Just sleep the whole fucking way? But I'd say he slept a good chunk of the way. But Jesus. then I'd say he probably sat in there going, that's where am I off to? Clearly. Maybe he had a plant. M- maybe. Maybe he'd already seen the top 10 bucket list <laughs> from the US and said, I, on to the next destination. I, I fancy travelling around Europe for a bit, see what it's like. <laughs> anyway, so that's number, number nine. Right. Last one then. Last one. Travel through Europe. What do you reckon the Irish equivalent would be? See, if it's in Ireland. There's only, see, one, there's only one choice if it's in Ireland. Where would you travel? Belfast. Oh, I feel like you're going to come for me for that. Of course I am. Oh, I don't know. In Kinsale, the start of it. What, Cork? A bit more than Cork. <laughs> so yeah. I know I like Cork, but like seriously, what? I'm not that big of a fan. you just said you... No, Kinsale is the start point for this route. For this route? What, the Wild Atlantic Way? The Wild Atlantic oh, Way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, We've actually done a bit of that, haven't we? We've done a Cork. We've yeah, it's actually we? really cool, to be fair. Didn't I tell you? Yeah, it's actually really, really cool. Considering there's fuck all up here, lovely. Mm. But like, you've got a good forest, and we t- and you liked it too. Good, good forest. Glenbarrow. Mm. If you haven't been to Glenbarrow, go there because it's a good shout. Um, but you'd have to do the wild. Yeah, that's there. actually a good shout. To be fair, great little road trip. Have it all done in a week, two weeks. It's two thousand five hundred kilometers. Wow. Okay. So, like, they've got they apparently that's they've the got whole stretch points from Kinsale to Donegal. Wow. Okay. 50, they say 15 signature discovery points along the way. I'd imagine if you were a bit sneaky or clever, you'd probably find a lot more. Points a lot more, way. definitely. What, yeah, you find, you'd find the hidden down. gems along the way, I'd mm-hmm. say. Like, tell you yeah, that's actually, wild. yeah. Mini road trip. Mini road trip. Summer 2022. Mm-hmm. If anyone's up for it, that's what I would be doing in Ireland. Yeah, definitely. Two, to, two and a half thousand kilometres, easy peasy, happy days. Simple route as well, yep. I'm sure. Grand. You'd have the crack. Have the crack. You'd, you'd stop and carry do, along the way. Do a bit of camping. I'd imagine Ken Mare Ken would be a great shout along the way. Yeah. You'd probably get, what, Galway? You would get Galway. Galway would be great. Depends crack. on the route you take. La Hinch. La Hinch, yeah. Depends up on the route you take. I don't know what's up in Donegal. I've, I've yet to go to Donegal. Mm. I'd love to see Donegal. But yeah, that's, that's what they have anyway. That's what I would say the Irish equivalent is. I mean, that's not a bad list. In the Irish eyes, I'm not going to lie. So if you're not leaving the country, like. If you're not leaving the country, that, there's a fair bit to be done there. Mm. It'll keep you busy for a while It'll anyway. keep you tipping over, I suppose, eh? Yeah. Definitely. Few, few, few holidays taken from work. <laughs> Do you know whatever it takes? Well, yeah, that'd be the Irish I'm equivalent. Mad. Is there anything that you guys would have on your Irish equivalent for uh, yeah, a Yeah, for list? the Irish listeners. There's definitely. obviously a lot more. And at some stage, we'll probably talk about our own bucket list. Bucket but list I feel that'd be way. nice, interesting. Yeah, one. we're still figuring out ours. We're still mm. la- we're not even figuring it out, we're just adding to it. Constantly. We're just constantly adding oh, to this list. Like. I, I would say, if, we, if this podcast had more time, 
Maybe we'll do it on an extra podcast. I have an old whiteboard here. We'll be talking about your 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 bucket list items. Bucket list, personal ones. Yep. Yeah. That might be something for the old Patreon when we get it going. Yeah, we'll give we'll that. We'll give see. that a whack. We'll wait and see. Well, ah, should we wait and see? Ah, the most famous saying. That's tight. That's tight. You're gonna hear that a lot, folks. You're gonna hear that a lot. He just has a famous saying. It's, ah, should we wait and see? But he says it's such an old lad, but with an old lad way. It's just like, ah, should we wait and see? Try am an old lad. An old lad. And I'm, I'm, about, I'm about sixty years age, stuck inside a twenty-eight year old man's body. Mm. That's what I am. That's what you are. Stuck in my waist. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. I get, when I get up, I make the noises. You do, you do, oh, and you do the, and you do the, the, the slap, the, the knee slap. Dad jokes up. every day where possible. And dad dancing. And Jeez. dad dancing. Dad dancing. Oh, Lord. I love it. God bless it. Long may it last. Anyway, anyway, that, <laughs> anyway, that was a that was an interesting start. I have to say that was yeah. a good start. If you're Irish, we'd love to hear from you as well. Oh what God, what you course. would have on your bucket, bucket list. list. Or in general, have you completed any of your bucket list items? And have you any interesting stories? Lad, us up. I definitely want to hear those copper stories. <laughs> I need to know. Because I've only experienced coppers twice in my life. I need to know. I know there is some carnage stories out there. So send them in. Send them in to us on our Instagram page, the T's and C's Apply podcast. You can Tell also your friends if to, you know, to, to give us a listen. Hopefully we'll, uh, we'll be bringing nothing but entertainment to you every single Thursday. Yep. And you can find us on our own personal uh, Instagrams and TikToks as well. For sure. I'm Teach with Tyg. I'm Chelsea1302. And thanks very much for joining us. Thank you so much. And we'll talk soon. Good luck. Bye. Bye.